We're recording. We're live. Cool. It's Friday, Harrison. It is indeed. Before we get into this, what do you think of the new office layout? Should we talk about this or not? Because um, it, it felt like it was a very fast decision, but I really, really like it. Yeah, you did make a very fast decision. Uh, I think I like it. Too early to say. No, I think no, I think I like it. Um, we went we went down to WeWork a while back, didn't we? Um, yep. And we had that what's basically like an oversized picnic bench that's like thirty feet long. Yeah. But it was really nice just sitting opposite each other like we are doing now. Um, and just kind of because you can like I can see forty by just turning a little bit to the right. I can see O'Reilly to the left. Rather than have to fully pivot yourself, turn yep. around. Uh, the thing is for me is like we just felt very siloed. Like it felt like everyone was in their own world, and we yeah. we would communicate like only when it was majorly needed. Like it, I felt like the energy was just draining a little bit. So I drastically redesigned the office. Yeah, even though we even though we had or we don't have kind of dividers or cubicles, the fact that everyone was essentially turned away from each other. Yeah, it was like it's like we all turned and faced the middle for staff meeting, but then you would turn away. And you're just completely on your own. No, exactly. So I'm happy with it. It's looking nice. I really like the the communal area with the couch and bits like that. It's just it looks great. Yeah. So we've so we've put the communal area at the end of the office, which is by a massive window looking over yep. Birmingham. It's really nice. Uh, and then the tables or desks are now back to back down the middle of the room. You know what we'll do? We'll take a photo. That would be a great. We'll thing start to put doing this. We'll, we'll start doing this. We will add a photo of the new office layout for you to comment on into our Facebook page. So all you need to do is look for Startup Diary and segueing into the fact that that's also a great way to ask us a question. So if you'd like to speak to us, get on the show. Uh, we're always now looking for more questions. We record them on a Monday morning. Uh, we've got two spots for next week. Um, and uh, yeah, just get in touch, let us know what you're doing. And we're actually looking to have some people on the show for guest interviews in the future. We want to just start connecting people and helping people with their ideas. And if you're further along the journey than us, uh, please still get in touch because I'm always looking for support where possible. I'm not too ashamed to say it. Um, so you can do that or you can email the questions in to my lovely wife, Sarah, who looks after our main email account, which is hello at experttrades.com. That's two T's in the middle, one S at the end. It always makes me chuckle when I give people that email address, um, business-related things, because as soon as you give what is essentially a generic email, it's like that's never getting read. But, oh, but they do get read. They do get read. They, they do get read if they get sent to hello. They get, trust me, hello gets read more than stuff that hits my inbox, <laughs> um, as we discussed in yeah. a, an episode earlier this week about email, um, which we had some great feedback on, by the way. Um, one guy hits up on uh, Twitter just regarding that. So yeah, yeah it was cool. good stuff. So what we're talking about today, Harrison? Um, it's Friday. I mean, we could, we normally like to kind of bring a topic each, but I think this month has really kind of it's been about trying to refocus us as a company, as a team. What yep. is our goal? Uh, and we've kind of been discussing the why, finding out the why. We used to know the why, then we made a shift, and then we've known the what and the how really well. Yep. But the why has been missing. Yeah, so it kind of came about when when we started talking about team roles and removing the safety nets and bits like that and just being 
allowing me to focus more on the bigger things in the business to help us really progress. Mm-hmm. As part of that thinking, I started looking around and thinking, okay, so what's the product roadmap look like? What does the next two, three, five years look like? And it felt really disjointed in terms of there was no like common thread between all the things that we do as a business. So then a bit more thinking, started doing a bit of research and just working out what's the best way for me to put my thoughts on paper just to organize product roadmaps and bits like that. And as I was browsing my Audible, I saw the book by Simon Sinek. And I've had it and I probably downloaded it two years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's called Start With Why. And as soon as I saw the title and it just jogged my memory, I thought, ah, this is what we're missing. Because the book I really enjoyed, listened to it twice when I got it. Yeah, we started listening to it again in the, off, in the uh, van. Yeah, in the van of the commute to work. And it's, it's a fantastic book. And then if anyone hasn't actually heard of Simon, the, the quickest way to get the, the five-minute version of the book is to go to YouTube or TED. Uh, he's done a TED Talk, and it's been viewed a ridiculous amount of times. Yeah, when, uh, was, that, when was that filmed? It feels like I early say, 2000s. I, yeah, I want to say a long time ago, because he actually got invited to do a, a TEDx, which is the smaller version okay. of TED, which is like a local version, which... I don't want to say it's not difficult to get onto, but it's a lot easier. Mm. Whereas, uh, and then you got invited to the big stage at TED, which yes. is uh, the, the big deal. But check it out. It's called uh, Start With Why. Um, Simon Sinek, uh, go on TED. It's definitely worth a watch if you're a, I don't even want to say if you're a business owner. I want to just say, regardless of what you yeah. do in life, um, whether you work for someone else, if you're listening and you work for another job, I think the key takeaways around this for me would be just make sure that like what you want, this is going to sound really high level, but it's where I am at the moment. Like what you want out of life is aligned with what you're going to get with your current job. Otherwise you're just going to work three, five, 10 years and just be really disappointed in the end. So yes, it's a very almost transferable philosophy. No, exactly. So the, the, the core sort of concept around the start with why was, um, everyone, Everyone in the company can talk about what we do as a business. Everyone knows the, the function, the, the app, the websites, the physical things that we, we sell. Most people, all, all our team, know the how. Like they know how we do what we do, what makes us unique, why people should buy from us. But when I started to sit and think, like, what is the why? Like 12, 18 months ago, it was really clear we pivoted away from that sort of uh, model of exclusively connecting trade to people with homeowners. But our mission was to basically be, I hate using the X for X, but the Uber for tradespeople. Like we wanted to, I know I hate it. <laughs> and I never coined it like that until we had one of the guys who owns the, the custard factory, which is where we work. He was like, meet Adam. He's running Uber for trades and everyone's eyes lit up who he was given a tour. I know. Uh, I was just like, ah, oh but um i was like i would never use that in a pitch meeting uh but it gets a message across that's that's what we that's what we sort of wanted to be able to do is just make finding and hiring a reliable tradesperson super easy Uh, then we realized that the the problem isn't for these guys is finding work the problem is actually managing their work so we pivoted away from that but what happened is we pivoted away without readjusting sort of Mm. what's the underlying thread of what we're trying to achieve what's the why of the business so a long answer to, to sort of how it came up. That's sort of where we are today in terms of understanding why we do what we do to make sure that 
Like we've got certain things in the business that we do that are purely for cash. Like it just provides good cash for us. And it might not help us in the long term. And there's always going to be sacrifices in terms of, yeah, this doesn't help us hit our why or our end goal or our mission statement, but we need to keep the bloody lights on at the end of the day. Um, but I think finding the why is super important and uh, I think it will help focus the decisions moving forward. Um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to put it in uh, that Simon Sinek's own words, people, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Exactly. And um, if you're not communicating that well. Yeah, if, like, you, you can say, hey, we've got this thing, why don't you buy it? It's amazing. People don't see that and it's just like... Mm. Because he uses the example of it doesn't feel right. If it's just people make decisions on emotions and kind of this gut feeling that they yeah. have, and if if we're trying to essentially just sell things to people without really kind of you're you're essentially connecting to them on like an emotional level. Like I know you've got this problem and this you want you want to kind of you want to solve all these issues, and I understand you on this level. That's what we're trying to say. But if you can't connect to them on that level then you're just trying to push another product on them. Yeah, I think, I think he uses a good word. And what I'll actually do now, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to do it, but I'm going to drop like a 20-second a clip of the when he talks about mm. Apple, like yeah. when, when they lead with why, when the they don't lead with why. Great example. S Simon, I apologize if I'm not meant to do this, but let's just drop it in here. Let me give you an example. I use Apple because they're easy to understand and everybody gets it. If Apple were like everyone else, a marketing message from them might sound like this. We make great computers. They're beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Want to buy one? Meh. And that's how most of us communicate. That's how most marketing is done, that's how most sales is done, and that's how most of us communicate interpersonally. We say what we do, we say how we're different or how we're better, and we expect some sort of behavior, a purchase, a vote, something like that. Here's our new law firm. Uh, we have the best lawyers with the biggest clients. We, have, you know, we always perform for our clients, do business with us. Here's our new car. It gets great gas mileage. It has you know, leather seats. Buy our car. But it's uninspiring. Here's how Apple actually communicates. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. The way we challenge the status quo is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. We just happen to make great computers. Want to buy one? Totally different, right? You're ready to buy a computer from me. All I did was reverse the order of the information. People don't buy what you do, people buy why you do it. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So the key thing around that is, like you said, it's, it's hitting the emotional side. Uh, it's talking about the product as purely just like a byproduct to the business. Yeah. Whereas what you said is like, if you, if you don't lead with the why, then you're just another commodity. You're just another website builder. Mm. And there are enough website builders in the country and they lead on price. They lead on. They lead on that sort of thing. Where what we we want to do as a business is, is, like you say, lead on the emotional side. Lead the fact that we understand you, we get you, and we're on this bigger mission. Do you want to join us for the ride? Sort of attitude. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, uh, I've been working on that, and I've been trying to work out what I want it to be. I think I know where we are in terms of. Uh, what our why statement is. I don't want to put it on the show until I actually speak to the team about it, to be honest. I just think that these guys should hear it from me rather than in the yeah, podcast first. When are you, uh, you going to pitch that to us? Uh, so I'm putting some more, more meat on the bone around it at the moment just because I don't want it to be a half-hearted half, half -hearted approach. Um, 
so it's not just about establishing our why statement and then the how and then the what. Then I want to establish like a three-year roadmap for the services that we build. I, I just want to make sure that when the team are coming in the morning, that they, like if I'm not here for a week, two weeks, six months, whatever it is, that they mm. understand the mission that they're on and then the next steps for the next six, 12 months is a minimum of how we're going to get there. I just think people will enjoy their roles a little bit more in terms of not feeling like what they're working on today might change tomorrow. It's kind of what running a startup's like, but I also feel like if everything we do is a business, you can ask yourself this one singular question, does this help with X? And the answer is yes, then you know you should do it. If the answer is no, then you know you shouldn't. So rather than me just kind of doing like, like I did with the office, like a let's just change everything overnight. (laughs) And I'm not saying we're changing things. I just want to make sure that I, I will give a proper presentation and we'll sit down and we'll have a discussion and we'll just make sure that everyone's aligned because the key thing is, is once I am once I am perfectly happy with understanding our, our mission and what we're trying to do and then what the next three years looks like, I need to make sure that everyone in the team's happy with it. Um, I'm, I no doubt they will be, but if let's say you're running a 50, 100 person company and and you sit down and you're like, this this is what we're building, this is the reasons why. Part of what Simon says is if if your staff are not aligned with it, um, then they, they they don't get on board. They're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy. Performance will suffer. So it's just really making sure that, like, I don't want to be a leader that just says do this because I want to. I want to really work on the fact that I want to inspire you guys to actually want to hit the mission, not just want to do your job or want to earn commission or want to hit your KPIs. I want to inspire the team to hit like our, our mission as a company. Um, and it's really tough. It's really tough to try and do that. Um, but that's the sort of big challenge that I'm working on at the moment. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of reminiscent of a few months earlier where we were st- still kind of figuring out exactly kind of where we're focusing. This is before the app was kind of in full swing and things like yeah. that. Everyone was doing a bit of this, a bit of that, and it was a very kind of... Yeah, we still had like homeowner marketing running and the website yeah. was still fine to trade and bits like that. And, and weirdly, like what's happening at the moment is because we're, we're working out where we actually add value, like weirdly the, the profiles and bits are actually getting a, a refresh now mm. but not in terms of being a, a profile but more being a uh, like a function a utility but i think it's come from just overall understanding the people that we're serving and just we've gone back to what we used to do really well which is just speaking to them i mean we got pulled up on it and we mentioned it in an episode like we got pulled up on the fact that our customer service had dropped for like three months yeah not terrible but when you've got such a close community of people and they expect like up here and as soon as it drops a little bit, we got pulled up on it. And I appreciate the fact that we did because it really took it kicked me in the arse. It was like, wow. Isn't, yeah, it's nice, it's nice for them to call you out on it instead of just thinking, oh, they don't care. Yeah, rather than just, just like, away. yeah, delete account and disappear. Um, we got called out on it and it's because they care. I mean, we mentioned it before, like if you've got someone that's vocal and they're not just leaving and they're like saying, guys, sort yeah. this out. It's because they care and I appreciate that. Um, and it just feels like at the moment we're really getting back to what we do well which is working with our community and yeah and I'm happy with it and it's just if I can not just communicate to the team sort of what we're trying to do as a business and what we're trying to build actually speak to that will then translate into all of our messaging so the key thing for me is if we don't understand the mission that we're on really succinctly is all the marketing uh, all the app design all the website communicate everything won't tie in yeah. We had the discussion. So let's just let's just throw this into the mix. We had the discussion around our Facebook group. 
So one thing that we need to do is like build up. Sorry, <laughs> it's more comfy. I keep my peak of my hat keeps bobbing and it's annoying me. And we had the discussion around the Facebook group, which was um, more engagement. And they were like, oh, we can do this, we can do that. And then we just had to sit back and we were like in the van on the way home. I remember it. It's like, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this. And we sat down and spoke about it and none of it felt right. And we didn't really know why. It was like, it just gamification. Like, of, like when, we, when we were talking about it, it was, we were kind of saying it. And it didn't feel dirty, but it felt kind of, is this Yeah, exactly. Really is this what really what we're doing? Yeah, it was exactly that. And that, that was part of the, the whole area where I was trying to work out the why. And then I realized like we we just need to make sure that we understand the mission that we're on and then the stuff that we bring into the group. People need to come to expert trades because of this this reason. Like we're not gonna comp- there's like a, there's other forums out there that do other things much better than we'll ever mm. do. And we yeah. don't want to replace them. What we want to do is really say, guys, if you're in this group, this is the sort of stuff that you're going to... Yes, you can connect and you can chat and you can banter, but the stuff that we put into the group is all around this sort of topic because this is our mission. And I think once we understand that, everything we do on the community and the engagement side will all tie in. We just need to make sure that it's consistent across the platform. Um, Interesting thing about the book is at the moment with Simon Sinek is he's talking about like you can either... You can either inspire people or you can manipulate people. Mm. And manipulation, he says, isn't necessarily a bad thing. He says every company does it with pricing and, and uh, offers and bits like that. And I've realized that we've, we kind of have like the, we want to be the company that inspires, yet we run promotions and sales on yeah. our services and products. So now we're just trying to work out how do we bring that back up to be more of a, an Apple-esque inspiration. This is the sort of thing that we do. This is how we do it. Um, would you like to buy from a sort of attitude? Um, so yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying the book. And I think, I think one of the things I'm learning as well is like if I used to listen to a lot of podcasts that now when I listen to, I just find them really like low level, like low, it, it, I'm past that in terms of business acumen and, and learning. But I think there's, well, that's with certain podcasts, but I think with some of the books that I used to listen to, I might have listened to them too early. Yeah, it kind of washed over you. Yeah, and I just, I, I got the content and I understood it, but it, I, could, I had no way to apply it or think about it. And now all of a sudden I'm just starting to revisit some of those books that like I really enjoyed, but didn't like action. So there's a, there's a, like four or five and it might make an interesting show just to talk about some of the books. And I know you've got like... Yeah, I, I, I've, got a, I've got a few books on my to read list. Uh, actual books as well, not audio books. So just, I actually... Just because I feel like actually reading a book seems to kind of land a bit harder. But because it's a physical book, it's sometimes harder. I don't know why, but it feels sometimes harder to make time to read. I think it's just the I read slower as well. I read slow, but with purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, it's it's something I need to... I tried to, on my run last night, I tried to listen to an audio book while running. That was the worst idea in the world. Yeah, Yeah, I just, I literally ran like eight minutes and then I was like, I have no idea what I've just listened to. Mm. So I just went back and listened to some music. Uh, That might be an interesting one to talk about the books. Talk about hard books. The first hard book I bought in a very long time was, um, we talked about, with Jamie, he was telling me about the seven, seven traits or seven habits of highly effective people yeah and i bought that and i was expecting it to be a lot thinner than it was <laughs> it's like three <laughs> it's like three inches thick but i'm gonna work myself. not a weekend read. no exactly um but yeah so like it, it just feels like with the putting a bit more responsibility to the team it's just allowed me to it's kind of been like a pandora's box i've opened up time 
and had time to look at the, the inner workings of the business and it's made me go, wow, my shit's not in order. Mm. Like, uh, which, is, which is bad in one respect because CEO, founder should have all this stuff tied up. But I don't think people do. Like, I just think they just, you do what you need to do. You need, if you need to do a sales month, you do sales. If you need to hire, you focus on hiring and it's just now working out like, how do I build consistency around that? And, and lucky for me, we've got the, the guys in the office to like, pick, up, pick up what they need to do. Yeah, so it's uh, it's feeling good. What I'll probably do is uh, probably next Friday, if you want to touch base on this, just for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just uh, by then, we, I would have put the meat on the bones with the team, spoke about sort of what we're doing, and uh, yeah, see how it goes down. Finalize the message. No, exactly. One thing that might be worth talking about is uh, maybe maybe it's a topic for next week or something, but like how we're isolating roles and then building KPIs because that's the thing next week and I mean we've got personal yeah, targets you've been, you've been mentioning that yeah we've got personal targets but we need to like it's the 1st of October tomorrow yeah yeah wow 1st of October tomorrow um, so when we come in on Monday like because I'll be working with some of you guys today around the KPIs and it's just how we how we build KPIs around the new why and how we're focusing so yeah. it might be an interesting one to just revisit in the future my god October I know man it's flying by isn't it it's going to be married soon. Three months. It's getting in shape. <laughs> I want to be busting out of my suit. <laughs> I need to buy my suit. It's a different color. Wow. It's a different one. I'll need to sort no that. No rush on that one. No rush. I'll sort I'll it. Give, I'll give you the code. Anyway. Um, yeah, so today's been fun. People yeah. can, Remember, people can get, can get in touch via Facebook. Just search Startup Diary. Search Startup Diary or email us. We're not even going to go down the Twitter and Instagram yeah. route. It's not, it's, it's not because we suck at social. We actually manage social media for clients, but we, we just... There's a lot of accounts. There's a lot of accounts. A lot of things. Yeah. It just gets hectic. And we just, yeah, we just want to find one place to build some community around what we do and chat with some people. Facebook seems to naturally... Before we even pushed Facebook, we had people finding us on Facebook and messaging us. So yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for the listens. And, and by the way, one thing I've never asked for... Um, is pop filters? It, <laughs> you've, asked, you've asked for pop filters a lot. Um, I wonder if they can hear the sound of the train in the background. Um, I'm sure they can. One thing that I've never asked for, uh, which I would, I would really like your help with, if you've got this, how many, what's the time? How far are we in? We are 21 minutes. So if you've got to 21 minutes of the show, then God bless you. I, I can only presume that you're enjoying it and you're getting some value somewhere. If you can go to iTunes, uh, search for Startup Diary and leave us a review, it's just a great way for other people to find the show um, or share it on social. Um, listens for us only mean uh, that people are listening and we appreciate it and it kind of motivates us to keep the show going um, so if you know someone that might be able to get some value from it share it and if you are personally enjoying it leave us a review on iTunes leave us a five star review if it's anything less email me um, <laughs> cool sweet <laughs>